Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free whilst lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, I am pulling another old episode um, out of the vault of something that I had recorded on video and we stripped out the audio out of this video. It's probably like 10 years old now, and so I probably sound like I'm 12, but that's okay. Yeah, I think there's still great material here. One of the things that I think is so important, particularly for doctors, when you're earning well over $200,000, are Roth IRAs, Roth conversions, the backdoor Roth IRA. If you know what this is all about, you could probably just go ahead and skip this episode and move on to something else. But if you have no clue what the heck I'm talking about, which I know many folks still don't know about backdoor Roth IRAs and conversions, this is a great episode for you. Keep in mind, like I said, this was recorded 10 years ago. I sound like I'm 12, but um, still great content, great concepts that we will have right here for you. With no further ado, here is the episode. My name is Dave Denniston with the Capital Advisory Group. Welcome to Financial Planning 101 Part 6, Roth IRAs and Conversions. Now coming into 2013, quite a few provisions have changed with going over the fiscal cliff. However, the good news is Roth IRA and conversions have not. The purpose of this video is to go over a quick overview of Roth IRA versus traditional IRA, and if you are still working, how you can put money into a Roth IRA even if you're above the normal contribution limits. So this is really great, you'll enjoy this. And then finally we'll talk about the pitfalls of a Roth IRA conversion and some of the things that you should watch out for. Now first, why in the world do you want to do a traditional IRA? or a Roth IRA. Well, it all comes down to this simple goal, trying to keep money out of Uncle Sam's hands. The question is, do you want to do it in the current time or do you want to do it in the future? So we think about traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, they are all focused on one thing, saving money on taxes today. In the case of a traditional IRA, if you currently are employed and you're making under a certain level of money, you can make a contribution and get a tax deduction for doing so. However, there's a trade-off. By getting a tax deduction today, you're giving up something in the future. You're going to have to pay taxes when you withdraw that money 20, 30, 40 years down the road. So in order to do a deduction into a traditional IRA rather than a 401k or 403b, here's what the income limits are right from the IRS table. 
Now, meanwhile, Roth IRAs are focused on tax savings later. You do not get a tax deduction for putting in the money today. The basic concept here is that you're using money that you've already paid taxes on, you put it away in this account, it grows tax deferred, and then when you take out the money, it's completely tax free. So you don't have to pay any taxes on that money or on its growth. So under normal circumstances, there are limits on what your income can be and what to put money directly into a Roth IRA contribution. This is where things start to get interesting. What if your adjusted gross income is over $180,000? You'd look at this table and say, man, I can't make an IRA contribution. I can't make a Roth IRA contribution. Well, guess what? Like many other things with the government, there's a caveat here. What you can do, there is no restriction on putting money in a non-deductible IRA and then you can convert that money from a non-deductible IRA to a Roth IRA. The bottom line here is with a bit of paperwork shuffling, moving assets from one account to another, no matter what your income level is, you do have the ability that you could put money in a Roth IRA. And this is crazy. I don't know why they do this. It just is. So if we can take advantage of this provision for your specific situation, I would definitely take a look into it. But there are a few pitfalls and things you need to be aware of when you're considering this. And now for a commercial break. Well, my friends, you may have heard me talking about all kinds of interesting investments the last few years. And now we've been talking stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and all kinds of traditional investments. But maybe, just maybe, you are curious in learning more about investing in land and what it is like to run a land business. Well, it would be my honor and pleasure to speak with you guide you, direct you, and coach you through how I do the land business step-by-step, piece-by-piece to create maybe uh, something like what I've been able to do. If you have any questions, feel free to schedule a time with me, 30 minutes totally free with a strategy session. Call Robbie at 612-284-2409. Again, call us directly, 612 612- 284-2409. We look forward to talking to you soon. And now, back to the show. Let me show you two different examples. In this example number one, you ignore the $100,000 in 401k money but you do add up the $100,000 that's in currently in the tax-deductible IRA. So the 100K in the tax-deductible IRA plus a $5,000 contribution gives us a total of $105,000. $5,000 divided by $105,000 is 4.8%. This 4.8% is the amount that's not going to be taxed in converting from the combination of the traditional IRA and the non-deductible IRA into a Roth. So basically 95% in this particular case would be taxed.
this is probably not a great situation. John may want to think about not doing this particular conversion because so much of it will be taxed. So let's go ahead and take a look at example number two. In example number two, he could do almost all $5,000 of that non-deductible IRA and have almost all of it be untaxed whatsoever. Easy conversion from a non-deductible IRA to a Roth. So here, once again, you ignore the $100,000 in 401k money. You do add up the $2,000 that's currently in traditional IRA plus the $5,000 non-deductible IRA gives us a total contribution or total assets in IRA accounts of $7,000. 5K divided by 7K gives us about 70%. Less than 30% of this conversion would be taxed. So of the $5,000 that's currently in the non-deductible, he would move 3,500 of that to the Roth IRA. In addition, he would want to move 1.5,000 or $1,500 of the tax deductible to the Roth, which practically wipes that out. So on a go forward basis, if he continues to do this, he'll be able to accumulate more and more in a Roth IRA without having to worry about taxes at all. This is more an ideal situation the best possible scenario is having no money in traditional IRA. And note that you can treat a husband differently than a wife. So if the husband has a lot of money in traditional IRA, you don't want to do the conversion for him. But if the wife has no money in traditional IRA, you would want to do it for her, or at least take a long look into it because you're not going to have any tax consequences at all for converting from the non-deductible IRA to the Roth. Now lastly, make sure you're filing the right tax forms when you're doing this. Typically from the brokerage company, you're going to get a 1099-R when you move money from one to the other. They're not tracking the cost basis. In order to get this corrected, you want to make sure you file the form 8606. This is for non-deductible IRAs, which tracks the cost basis. So there you go. Hopefully you've learned a thing or two about IRAs and Roth IRAs and how no matter what your income level is, that you can put money in a Roth. Thanks again for joining me. My name is Dave Dennison with the Capital Advisor Group. Feel free to call me with any questions. Have a good one. Thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now, I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. 
Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.